Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And we are live. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well on our side. We, <laughs> we're going to forget about last night. We figured a lot of things out. The person that did it, I promise you, is not going to do it again. If you want to call into the show, you better damn well believe that if you're going to call with some foolishness, we will get your ass. And that's just the bottom line because Blake Rafino said so. Do be laying back on the ones and twos. We hope you're all making it a good one. We got a good show in store for you today. Joe Burrow named SEC Male Athlete of the Year. We're going to touch on that. It's going to be two segments of Joe Burrow's accomplishments, what he really did. I know we talked about this a lot, but it's going to trickle over into hashtag Rafino's Rants. That's right, guys, Rafino's Rants. We're, <laughs> dude, if you thought I was ticked off last night, I am very ticked off today. Colin Cowherd hit said some Rudy Poo. Some absolute Rudy Poo stuff about Joe Burrow. Again, we're going to tee off on FS1's golden boy. Will the Saints, hashtag Will the Who Dat Nation, Will the Saints make it to the Super Bowl? We're going to touch on that as well, and we are going to take your calls. But again, if you call in with some foolishness, you better get ready to be tracked down at all costs. All right, guys, before we get to that, as always, our main sponsor of the show for the month and going to be for pretty much for however long it is, GM Varndo and Sons. GM Varndo and Sons has faithfully been serving the Baton Rouge and Denham Springs area for over 62 years. They take pride in their work to earn your business. They are ready to assist you in any automotive need or big rig need. They have highly trained technicians that can do any servicing or repair to your vehicle. Check engine light comes on, drivetrain repair, AC work, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, oil changes, tire sales, tire repairs. No job is too big or too small. From VW to KW, they do it all. If a new look is what you want, they can they can do it right now. Leveling kit, new tires, wheels, whatever you need. Call them today, set up an appointment, just head over there. Tell them Blake Rafino sent you, 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Tell them Blake Rafino over at RU Series Sports sent you. All right, guys. Listen, there have been some athletes in the past that have won SEC Athlete of the Year while at LSU, but none, and I mean absolutely none more that's deserving than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been has left LSU for six months. Six months, Joe Burrow has been gone from Louisiana State University, and he's still winning awards being the SEC Male Athlete of the Year. Now, I did hear some people say that there should be an asterisk next to this due to the simple fact that, well, men's basketball didn't completely go through the entire season. Okay. LSU baseball, SEC baseball didn't, and women's softball, for that matter, did not finish their season. Okay. And I I guess I'm picking up a little bit of what you're putting down. Newbie, can you put that one on the bottom of me, that second one? Yep, right there. Thank you, sir. But I, I, I somewhat understand what you're saying, but let's understand who the SEC Male Athlete of the Year is and what he did, so why there should not be the asterisk. Joe Burrow completed 402 passes. Stop. In one season, go bean check this. Go check your stats yourself. But 402 passes, Joe Burrow completed in one season, close to almost doubling, most SEC quarterbacks. 
out of 527 attempts, which is 68.8%, 69% of his passes were completed. <laughs> is that not ridiculous in and of itself? 65 touchdowns, 6 TDs, 15-0 record, and the best offense in collegiate football history. Not close. So tell me, after all the awards, after the best college football season of all time, after going 15-0, and after beating all the ranked teams that Joe Burrow did, with the eight top 25 wins in one season, tell me why there should be an asterisk. But Blake. Now let's do the Bama one, because it's the Bama one. Well, well, I mean, look, Alabama, Auburn, didn't finish basketball scene, didn't finish baseball scene, didn't finish softball. So how in the rude bang can you sit here, Blake, and tell me for two seconds or one iota that Joe Burrow doesn't deserve an asterisk next to being SEC Male Athlete of the Year? Okay. <laughs> that gets me every time. But the reason why Joe Burrow does not deserve an asterisk next to this is because not only did he have the highest voter rating inside of the Heisman, not only did he do everything on the field, but the impact he did off of it. He completely changed a what I'm going to say, and people, LSU fans, are going to come at me about. I see all of you on Facebook Live, Stephen Miller, Michael, Gagliano, Sam Bacon. My man Sam Bacon's up in the hospital, about to have his fourth baby. We're praying for you, Mr. Sam. But what he did outside of LSU and what he did off the field. That's why Joe Burrow is the SEC Male Athlete of the Year. More than a half a million dollars was raised to a food pantry because he went up on stage and said the simple fact of, I come from a very poor town. I come from a town where people go hungry. If everyone had the heart that Joe Burrow did, I'd sit here and wonder to myself, would the world be a better place? Would the world be a better place? And you're damn right it was. Name another SEC male athlete of the year that it should, it, it should go to. Yeah, you hear my son Ben. He's banging up against the tub. <laughs> he loves his playtime. He loves his bath time. Michael Gagliano says Joe Burrow from Air of New Orleans. <laughs> Ryan Thibodeau says, or two, a blah, 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 blah. But two's got to stay healthy for a season. You know, Tua never went through an entire season healthy. Ever. Not once. Got a little bit of an echo on my side, Doobie. I don't know if that's because you're watching it or what, but I little I can hear a little bit of an echo. It might be because you're watching it. It might be because you're watching it. I think that's what that is. If you're watching it, too, on Facebook, that's what that is, I believe. Oh, so so you, my my boy Doobie's been waiting for the new Facebook for sixty six years, and the, finally when we're on the stream, they get it to you. Yeah, it's the dark mode. It, it everything's changed. Where do you share? Like I don't know. What did they do? I I don't know. I'm calling them. I'm calling them right with, now with the book. But listen, guys, and it, like I just mentioned in the opening of the show. Well, let me say this because I did write this note here. I should have started off here. I should have mentioned it in the open, is that, yes, like we talked about yesterday, it did come to pass that 
the SEC. I see some comments on Twitter or some people mentioned on Twitter, YouTube, and everything. Yes, there are some. We talked about this a lot yesterday, but the NCAA did pass that kids can do walkthroughs and are going to be able to do things starting on, uh, I think, what, July 13th, middle of July. God, that's, guys, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I should have broke that off because about an hour ago, I, I figured that everybody saw it, but about an hour ago, the NCAA, the NCAA passed that bill, so that's good. But any other thought on Joe Burrow, because this is going to go into Rafino's rants here. This is going to go into Rafino's rants, is that quite frankly, guys, regardless if you're an LSU fan or not, whether you're going to listen to SEC Gumbo or you're not, by the way, go follow SEC Gumbo at SEC Gumbo E-A-U-X. But you cannot deny the fact that Joe Burrow, within the last, let's just say, 20 years, outside of maybe a Cam Newton in the SEC, hasn't been one of the most accomplished, accomplished players that have come through the SEC. It's not close. You can say Tua, maybe, but Tua doesn't have an Heisman. Tim Tebow, okay, maybe. I would give you a Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow can be in that debate for me. Especially what Tebow did outside of the field, off the field. Okay, I can see that. Tim Tebow never threw 60 touchdown passes in the season. Tim Tebow never accumulated 65 touchdowns in the best offense that we've ever seen in SEC history, or really college football history. So when you talk about quarterbacks, when you talk about players that have come in the SEC, yes, he's the SEC male athlete of the year, and I get that we're talking about the year. But if he's going to be one of the best of all time, this is a no-brainer. The guy has more awards than I have pair of socks. I mean, it's just the truth. One day when this man gets old, he's going to sit in his room in his house with his lovely wife and his kids or his spouse. I should say spouse these days. But his lovely spouse and kids and a dog. And he's going to sit there. He's going to sit after his pro career and look at the husband. He's going to look at all these trophies. He's going to look at that national title ring. He's going to look at everything he did at LSU. And by the way... <laughs> His bye week is against Alabama. Getting to some of the comments. Stephen Miller says, an icon, one of those iconic players. Absolutely he was. Gags says, Mark, too busy drinking wine in Napa Valley. I guess he's talking about you, Doobie, with Mark Zuckerberg. But anyway. All right, guys, I want to get to Rafino's rants because it's time for me to tee off. I, 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 Colin Cowherd pissed me off today. Before we get to that, before we get to that, the Boston Restaurant. I'm going to go there this week. It's Father's Day week. It's Father's Day week. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Next couple of days, I'm going. Look, guys, the best, you want simply the best food on the North Shore, that, and it's not even close, the Boston. You want the best sushi on the North Shore, the Boston. Do you want the best seafood in the North Shore, the Boston? Do you want the best steaks in the North Shore? Yes, there, 113. Joe Wong's part of that, too. They got it. I've never gone to the Boston and had anything, ordered absolutely anything that I did not enjoy. Sushi's phenomenal. Seafood's phenomenal. Hamburger's phenomenal. And look, you want to go out with your spouse? You want to go out with some buddies? Have a couple of beers? Have a couple of drinks? They can do that too. With phase two starting right now, the dining is going to be open, but they're going to have a little bit of limited seating. So call them right now and tell them Blake Rafino sent you over there. 748-5555. That's 985-748-5555. Tell him Blake Ravino sent you over to Are You Serious? All right. Listen. <laughs> I 
Not sure, and I didn't, but listen, before this whole Joe Burrow thing, and some people might not agree with me here, but I thought that Callen Cowherd's national reporting had been pretty good. Look, there are some things that Colin Cowherd has done in his career that has been really good. Okay? He he did say, I think it was like eight hours before Tom Brady made a decision, when everyone said that he was going to San Diego, that he was going to Tampa Bay. When it comes to a nationalized sport, I think there, there are some things that he gets right and he has good takes on. Because, quite frankly, if he had crappy takes, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. He wouldn't have the the prestige, if you will, that he has. He's not bad at what he does. Until the day where I think it's the last straw. Now, there was a segment where Colin Cowherd talked about the hype around Joe Burrow has completely gone away, that there should be no more hype train, that Joe Burrow is not going to be that good. Now, some of you might all remember when Colin Cowherd did the same kind of thing against Baker Mayfield. Now... Pro Football Focus has come out with some stats and where he says that, well, Pro Football Focus has made me a fan of Baker Mayfield. Huh. So then why did you just change your tune when you've been teeing off on Baker Mayfield? Oh, because Joe Burrow is in their division. Something's going on here where Cal, Cal Herd, I want to say turd, Mr. Anthony Walpole, what's going on, man? How are you doing tonight? But what Colin Cowherd has a issue with Joe Burrow. Now, to start off the segment, he did talk about there isn't no one in the NFL that's untradeable outside of Patrick Mahomes. He could be onto something right there, okay. But, like, Russell Wilson could be trade bait. What? No, he's not. Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans could be trade bait. <laughs> no. So to start off the segment, it was already Rudy Poo, absolutely Rudy Poo. But let's see what Pro Football Focus says about Joe Burrow. Pro Football Focus, who has been pretty damn accurate, now they do a lot of good things over Pro Football Focus, especially statistic stats, are very good stats, is that Pro Football Focus has Joe Burrow Throwing 3,800 touchdowns, or 3,800 yards, not 3,800 touchdowns, 3,800 yards and 23 touchdowns to Baker Mayfield's 3,500 yards and 20 touchdowns. So Pro, Pro Football Focus already believes, from what they've seen from Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield and everything coming together, that Joe Burrow statistically is going to have a better season than Baker Mayfield. But then Colin Cowherd says, well, I believe that Joe Burrow is only going to have 3,300 yards and 19 touchdowns, which let's stop right there. Let's absolutely stop right there because, okay, call your shot. I come on here and call my shots all the time. Here's where he lost me, and I think we're going to have to make this a cut-up at some point and send it to Mr. Cowherd. I've come on here and I've talked about this arm talent aspect when people say, oh, well, he's got bad arm talent. Because when people talk about arm talent, they always talk about arm strength. And that's what they mean by arm talent. So in the last segment, I just mentioned that Joe Burrow went 69% completion percentage against eight top 25 teams in what was arguably the toughest schedule in all of college football last year. 
60 passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, only six interceptions on 527 attempts. So, Colin Cowherd would go on to say that he has a bad O-line. Okay, okay. Going to give you that one. His O-line's not that great. Direct quote from Colin Cowherd that I'm going to read from you. He has an average arm. He has average mobility. He has suspect footwork inside the pocket, and he's going to get killed. Hashtag here comes Rafino's rant. You're a blithering idiot if you think for one second that Joe Burrow has it, number one, an average arm, number two, average mobility, because what you need to do, Mr. Cowherd, is you need to go pop in the film against Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Texas, every team that Joe Burrow played against, and do not tell me that he has average arm talent. Do not. Tell me that he has average mobility because, quite frankly, you have no credibility when you say that shit. Zero. Your takes are trash. You want to put Joe Burrow's name in your Rudy Pooh mouth. That name comes out that Rudy Pooh mouth. Am I getting too loud there, Dibby? <laughs> it comes out of that Rudy Pooh mouth where you're going to say he has average arm talent. Explain to me. Someone please explain to me how average arm talent goes from the fact of throwing 60 touchdown passes, average mobility doing what he did against Georgia in the SEC championship game, and five rushing touchdowns. Someone for the love of everything that is merciful and pure in all of sports, explain that take to me. You can't. You absolutely can't. Because that right there might be one of the worst takes that I've ever heard in my life. It's not close. It's simply not close. Colin Cowherd probably is not going to hear this. And I get that. So Blake can tee off against Colin Cowherd. What I will do is I will record this from my phone as soon as we get off of here, and I will tag him in it on Twitter. Explain to me this average average arm talent. When you have a guy that almost broke the single-season college football record in completion percentage behind Colt McCoy, who played two less games than what Joe Burrow did against lesser competition and threw more touchdowns, more yards than anyone in SEC history. Cam Newton's been here. Tua Tagovailoa has been here. You want to get, continue to go? Tim Couch has been here with Hal Mummy during the air raid. And he beat all of them. Quite frankly, he beat every college football player of all time when it comes statistically against tougher competition. Well, Blake, and I know what the argument's going to be outside for Colin Cowherd and what it's going to be for everyone else. Well, Blake, he had two first, possibly three first-round receivers. Then what's your excuse for Tua? What's your excuse for Tim Tebow? What's your excuse for all these great quarterbacks who have come who've had elite talent around him? What are you going to say about Trevor Lawrence? What do you say about Justin Fields? Don't be Rudy Poo. Ryan Thibodeau says BDJ has precision accuracy, and he's dead right. He's dead right. 
Everyone after the stream, go watch what Joe Burrow simply did to Clemson, who, quite frankly, regardless of what you believe or not, has the best defensive coordinator in all of college football. The best. And he diced him apart. He picked apart the best defensive coordinator in all of college football. He picked apart the best head coach in all of college football. He picked apart every team that you went up against him, and his old coach and Tom Herman picked him apart. There was quite simply not anything that Joe Burrow couldn't do on a football field last year. It's a reason he's the number one pick. He's a winner. Stephen Miller says he's more rude poo than Clemson's schedule. So what so here's the argument, and Stephen brings up a good point, but what's the argument then? What is the argument that why Trevor Lawrence is so good in his eyes when he plays crappy schedule and couldn't even go to I'm just seeing that doobie. But is not allowed to go against a schedule like a Clemson. What if he had a Florida State? What if he had Rudy Boo cupcakes every single week? Devin Stobb, what's going on? Whistle while you twerk. Okay. Stephen Miller says, hell, he faced the best damn secondary every week at practice, which is another great point. Which is another great point by Stephen Miller on Facebook Live. It, it 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 makes me extremely upset when people continue, football people, football people, talk about average arm talent. But someone, please, for the love of everything that's merciful and pure, tell me that how what how how does Joe Burrow have average arm talent? I, I, I'm still yet to see that. I don't get it. <laughs> There's nothing in my uh, that I've ever seen from Joe Burrow that says average arm talent. Doobie, did you see Colin Cowherd's segment today? I actually quit listening to him a long time ago. Ever since he switched over to uh, Fox, he just, uh, it's he's horrible. He just stirs the pot. He's kind of kind of like Fonbon, but. But, you know, and to Fonbon's credit, I mean, I feel like he's a little bit more realistic Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, That's what I was about know. to say. I prefer uh, Paul, but ever since uh, Powell, ever since he uh, went over to Fox, he just. He, he's cracked the bed. He Let's needs call to be checking receipts at the window somewhere because he's lost the I mean, I, I don't. I, I've never. I, I just. Again, there are, and I'll give him this there are some things nationally, and these national sports guys do a lot of national sports. They get a lot right. They get a lot right, and I get that. What they don't get right is college sports and breaking it down week by week. Colin Coward, hashtag Rafino's Rants. You were on the chopping block today, my friend. All right, guys, before we get to it, to the next one, are the Saints going to make a Super Bowl push? Are the Saints going to make a Super Bowl push? See, my nose is itching. I'm going to have to do something about that. I'm going to have to figure out something. Before we get to that, Mike Bazile, our local financial advisor, our trusted advisor over at Northwestern Mutual. Look, guys, for all things financial, family planning, retirement planning, business planning, insurance planning, call Mike Bazile today. Look, quite simply, if you live for it, 
you better plan for it. Guys, you, with everything going on right now financially and in our economy, you need something that you, someone that you can absolutely trust. Someone that you can absolutely trust with your finances. Guys, there are ways that we can retire. But first, you got to call Mike Bazile, 504-343-1576, 504-343-1576. Sounds like a fan of it, or are you serious sports, sent you? All right, listen. Listen. I talked about this a couple months ago, I think, and I made it hashtag, and Jacob Perilou, who's one of our sponsors now, said that he, he liked it, was the hashtag last ride, hashtag last ride with the New Orleans Saints, I, I, I'm going to go here, and it's not it's not something that I think that everyone pretty much knows, but I have it somewhat pretty well sourced. I, this is it for Drew. Hashtag last rod. This is going to be it. There's no there's no going back after this season. Now, guys, we we saw Drew, okay, and he took a long time during the Pro Bowl, and a lot of people came out of there saying that he believes. You know, a lot of people believe that this was it for Drew. Now, the NBC deal came out. He's not been fired by NBC <laughs> after all the shenanigans that's been going on. But this is the hashtag last rod. Okay? So, which begs the question, is the Saints really a playoff contender? So, when I look down the roster, now I'm not going to break down every single bit and every single part of it. But let's look down this roster of the starters. At the offensive line, you have uh, Tyron Armstead, Andres Pete, McCoy at center, Ruiz, who will play guard, and Ramchak. Listen right now, and I'm going to go on record what's today's date. Doobie, what's today's date? The 17th? Well, we might just have to do it the whole way. All right, Paul Rapolo says, Blake, as much as it pains me to say, I don't think we will make it to a Super Bowl. Still think we have some glaring holes. But, Paul, here's the here's the thing that I'm going to say here while I believe that they're going to make a Super Bowl push on this. Okay, because I quite frankly think that the Saints might have and arguably debatable could have one of the better offensive lines in all of the NFL. I like Cesar Ruiz. We had Chris Landry over from LandryFootball.com who broke that pick down, who said that they near, if if you go back to every Saints year where they've been a really deep push, the year when they won the Super Bowl, they had two Pro Bowl offensive guards. I'm not saying Andres Pete, well, I mean, he's made all, Pro Bowls. I'm not saying he's the worst guard in all of the NFL, but I really like Cesar Ruiz after breaking him down a little bit more. You've upgraded at the wide receiver position. You get Emmanuel Sanders. Now, you know, you have some pieces there. There are some guys that are going to have to put up and shut up there. You're going to have to have a third guy. But with a Tom Montgomery coming in, could you put him in a little bit of a flex when you come in tight? You do these bunch formations. Okay. Can you do that with Tom Montgomery? He's very versatile. But you have some guys like Smith who's going to have to have a breakout season. If they're going to make a big push, you're going to have to have that third guy. Taysom Hill is back. Okay. Taysom Hill is back. Taysom is going to be doing a lot, as we already know, of what his role could be even more extended. So at the running back position, you do have Murray. You do have Kamar, Kamar, Avin Kamar, and you have Ty Montgomery. Guys, offensively, and now that you have Drew Brees back, quite frankly, 
I think you're going to be fine. Now, the question is, in my opinion, like they did when, you know, first big rookie class with Ramchak and, and Kamara and others, Marshawn Lattimore. But quite frankly, they're going to have to run the ball more if they're going to, if, if they're going to do it. They're going to have to run the ball and they're going to have to run the ball. I'm not going to say a lot, but effectively. Alvin's going to have to have a, break, uh, a breakout season. He's going to have to bounce back. Murray's going to have to break out when he gives Kamara some blows and some, and, and some spells. But they're going to have to run the ball. We saw that Drew Drew's not the spring chicken he once was. But you add in Emmanuel Sanders who can take, you know, he could, look, you can't play this 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 tight middle zone that a lot of teams do and a lot of tight man coverage. Who, who, what are you going to do? You're going to take away Mike Thomas? Sure. Okay, well, now you got Emmanuel Sanders. Jared Cook is back. Look, I really like Jared Cook. I really like Jared Cook and what he did in the last part of the season. Now, he can be injury prone. He can be injury prone. But I think that this is one of the better offenses in all of the NFL. Okay? Now, looking at the defense, I think, quite frankly, you have one of the better defensive lines. Because statistically, last year, when you have Davenport coming back, Jadavian Clowney's still out there. They're still talking to him. You ask Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com, who covers the NFL better than anyone, better than anyone, Clowney's still in that role. He's still in that role. So you could have a Davenport, you could have you can you can have Cam Jordan, you can have one of those good seasons where you're gonna be able to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And now that Tom Brady's in your division, you're gonna have to do it. I like the Zach Bond pickup. He's another guy that can rush rush the pasture outside the end because he had thirteen sacks in the Big Ten last year. You got Demario Davis back and looking at secondary. Garner Johnson, who in my my God's honest opinion, and I said this all during last season, all during last season, one of the biggest steals of the draft, or any even pickups, free agency pickups. Out of uh, Paul Paul Rapolo's in here. Paul's gonna have to be, but out of Florida, I really, really do believe that they're make a, gonna make a good push. But here's the question: as it always rides down to, is Drew Brees. Drew Brees is falling off. I think defensively, now that Eli Apple's gone, you're not going to – look, and quite frankly, the defense played great over five weeks. Played fantastic over five weeks. We can't put that on. On the defense, in my opinion. Yes, did they give up some plays? Sure. So did Kansas City's. So did San Francisco's. It's going to come down to Drew. It's going to come down to Drew. Can you run the ball effectively? If they are a top five, if the Saints are a top five rushing team in the NFL next year, they get to a Super Bowl. They get to a Super Bowl. Hey, Drew, go out there and make sure you don't beat us. It, it, it just is what it is. The question is, is can, uh, look, it's, it's tough because they do have a tough schedule and the NFC is stacked, but I think that they can make a push. And quite frankly, I hope that they do. Paul Poe says in Minnesota, the defense blew. Yeah, Paul, they did. But if you go back and rewatch that game, they kept they kept the offense in there for a long time. The offense didn't get anything going. Emerson Griffin, Daniel Hunter. Yes, they did give up a lot in that game. But at the same time, the offense didn't give up a lot. Didn't really get a lot going either. Yes, the O line of defense did give Drew a lot. Did not give Drew a lot of time. So I'm not going to put that all on the defense. But they could have gotten it better. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We're going to try to take some of your calls, I guess. 
For the love of God. We're going to take some of your calls. But our buddy who's inside of Facebook Live right now, Jacob Perlou, over at the Yard Father. Talk to Jacob today. Look, after what happened last night, I greatly appreciate it. He reached out to me. We talked for a little bit. He told me to continue doing what I'm doing, and I told him the same because he's over at the Yard Father. Guys, look, just go to his Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash yardfather2020. Okay, he's got so many pictures of what he could do landscaping-wise, cutting grass, anything, man. It's it's simply amazing. Simply, simply amazing. Look, he's right here locally, a local guy who's building his name, building his business. Okay, he's doing such great work. I'm gonna have to get him to come over to my house. Just no question. Go look at those. Go look at what he's doing over in the North Shore area. And his wife Amber over there made it clean. Look, let's say you do cut your grass. You come inside all dirty and muddy. If you're anything, if your wife is anything like mine, get your butt back outside before you get my house dirty. But in the, in the small chance that you do it, look, she cleans better than anyone. You can follow her over at www.facebook backslash made it clean, clean solutions, LLC, kitchen, bathrooms, dusting, vacuuming, anything you need done inside your house and or office. Our girl Amber can do it for you. 634-1136. That's 634-1136. Give them a call today. Tell them Blake Rufino sent you. All right, guys, we're going to take your calls. Hopefully, hopefully, it goes all right. Doobie, anything in sports today that you saw that you wanted to talk about? Actually, uh, I was at work. I had pulled up something. I got to re-pull it up. I don't think it was like breaking uh, news or anything big. Well, there but... is some breaking news that I didn't get to when I was making my notes. The MLB is coming. Is going to come. Yes, Gags, you can. But it's going to have a deal. Major League Baseball is going to have a deal. Look, I see. Doobie, did I not say last night that Rob Manford, the commissioner, is going to have to put his foot down to get these teams to do it? And he did it last, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, well, Rob, Rob Manford, the commissioner said, I just don't think there's going to have a baseball season. That's bull crap. What he was doing was telling everybody, hey, you're not going to make any money whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, well, this is NFL. So looks like some of the NFL coaches are kind of favoring starting the season delayed. See that? Are fearful that they were? No, there. Some of them are wanting to start the NFL season off delayed. That's as per CBS Sports because of the Corona stuff. So you mean to tell me that sixty plus year old men are scared of start or want to start the season later? That's what I'm hearing. It looks like this is a Jerry Jones to Roger Goodell thing because it's. Uh, after the Cowboys coronavirus, quote-unquote, scare. Yeah. Well, Zeke, look, kudos to Zeke Elliott, by the way. Some reports broke about him having the coronavirus, and did you see the tweet? Uh-oh. My camera ran out. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, there, there we go. it is. Okay. But Zeke sent a tweet and said, HIPAA, question mark? Like, who's telling people, guys, just bear with us. My camera went out for just a second. But who's telling people that I have the coronavirus? He didn't want that out there. Now that one of uh, NFL players tested positive for the coronavirus, they're all up in arms. That's what I see. But we'll see. Guys, you can call in 225-238-6075. You call in with some BS. You don't want to know what happened. Well, if you know what happened last night, it's been taken care of. 
So you want to call in and talk some little shop, talk a little sports, you can. We got about, uh, I'll say about another five to ten minutes. 225-238-6075. 225-238-6075. We can talk a little shop. You know, I, I, going back to that Major League Baseball thing, Doobie, I really thought that they're going to get a deal done and they're going to play. It's going to be mid-July. But Rob Manfred coming out and saying that Major League Baseball is not playing open nationally to everyone was just he, – he was trying to put the players and the coaches saying, hey, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it for you. So good on Rob Manfred, even though I, I kind of slammed him a couple nights ago. Not like that, guys. Oh, no, so, this is not a big deal, but I, I could have easily seen this happen. I don't want it to happen as far as college. Seeing that ESPN was going to uh, put Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet for Monday Night Football if the college uh, college season were to be uh, delayed. I saw that. I don't like that one bit. Oh, I just don't want the college season to be delayed. By the way, Gags, you can go ahead and call in. I still had the uh, everything off. It should allow you to come through. It's Hey, 50 bucks says when Gags calls in, he goes, it's the Gags. Yep. <laughs> All right. It's it's the gags, Mr. Gags. What's happening? It's Mr. Gags. <laughs> what's happening tonight, bro? Well, I just want to say that it won't be the Saints going to the Super Bowl this year. It'll be the Green Bay Packers going to the Super Bowl for the NFC. Don't hang up the phone on me, please. <laughs> we don't you, hang up. You on. eat gumbo with a fork. Yeah, we don't hang up. We don't. We don't hang up the phone over here unless you do something like you did last night. All right, you say the Green Bay Packers, but you're a homer. They didn't get a wide receiver in the draft. Why do you think the Green Bay Packers are going to the Super Bowl? If we can get through the first half of the schedule, first half of the schedule is pretty tough. We play Minnesota to start on the road, then we got to go to the Dome week three. I don't know the fan situation by week three, because the Dome can be a pretty gnarly place to play, but depending on the situation with fans, it might not be as bad. If we can somehow get through that first half of the schedule unscathed, the last part of the schedule, I think four of our last five or five of our last six is in Lambeau during the coldest part of the year. Devin Stiles says that what you just said was, oh, such a hot take, shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for, the hot takes, baby. <laughs> the hot takes. What do you think? Uh, I, don't, I think I've asked you this before, but Joe Burrow is getting some criticism again by Colin Cowherd. What do you think? I just – until, until you know, he proves otherwise, it, it, you, can't, you can't talk bad about the man. I mean, we, we went through this a couple of weeks ago, and people – we talked about Joe Burrow, me and you on the phone, and – you know, I just think, you know, Cincinnati has a lot of weapons. I think he, he really has, besides the offensive line, he has a recipe for success. And if they can get by that first half of the schedule, he has Tyler Boyd. He has some good tight ends. He has Joe Mixon, if Joe Mixon can stay healthy. A.J. Green's always a uh, he, – he, when A.J. Green's on, he's on. But th- that's the whole thing. If, if his people can stay healthy, I don't see why Joe Burrow can't – can't have a successful season, but I will tell you this: he will have a better year than Baker Mayfield. I will guarantee that. <laughs> I, well, well, here's my thing: is that I don't think that Baker Mayfield is going to have a bad season, and I'm not going to say because he's been in the NFL longer. He has a lot of weapons. They did a lot with that offensive line. I, I'm not going to say that Baker Mayfield is going to have a bad season. And it, it, what 
pisses me off as a guy who comes on here and does, you know, nightly podcasts, live podcasts, is that you trash one man for two years, and now that you want to trash another, you're going after him. You're going after two former number one picks. Why? Like, what? What? Why do you think he's going after the two former number one overall picks outside of Kyler Murray? It gives him something to talk about. He knows LSU has one of the biggest fan bases. He knows people like you are going to rip him a new one. And Cowherd likes that. I mean, Cowherd, I mentioned this in the chat earlier, Cowherd hates Aaron Rodgers. Him and Skip Bayless hate Aaron Rodgers, and, it, and that's why I'm not a big Cowherd fan for one. But they, Cowherd, he has no, he, he has no like, uh, sense in what he says. He doesn't, he doesn't think. You ever, you ever, your grandma told you think before you speak? That goes out the window when Colin Cowherd's on the television. Yeah, he well. He has, like, no brains. He needs to go yeah. back to doing constipation commercials back in the day, back in, like, 09 <laughs> and all that. He's lost it. Alex Accor yeah, says, guys, we're going to go around on a question right here, and Gags, we're going to get you out on here on this one. Who's more likely to start in the playoffs this season, Joe Burrow or Andy Dalton? <laughs> Joe Burrow. So Joe you Burrow. think that Joe Burrow can lead Cynthia to the playoffs before Dak Prescott gets hurt or doesn't go to camp or play the season and Andy Dalton's a starter? Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah, now that I say that out loud, go ahead. I, I think the AFC is a lot weaker than the NFC. And I think I that division, besides, besides Baltimore, if Baltimore, Baltimore's due to regress a little bit. There's people out there saying Baltimore today that could go 16-0 possibly. But I think if Cincinnati can somehow go nine and seven, they can sneak in and get that six seed. I don't know how far they can go, but like I said, it depends on the offense staying mm-hmm. healthy. But I really think if Cincinnati can can get get by that first part of the schedule, they can really sneak in and make some noise. Well, well that 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 division is probably the toughest in the AFC, in my opinion. I mean, look, say what you want to about the Steelers, but with a with a hobbled quarterback who got plumbled by Miles Garrett. Okay, the Steelers still had a pretty good defense. The Ravens are going to be – they're always good. They're always decent. Cleveland, they're, they're Cleveland, but, you know, we'll see. And then you have Cincy. So, Gags, I, I saw some pony talk, some stuff today. Why don't you tell people where they can find you stuff, bro? You can find me at uh, Facebook Pony Talk with Gagzilla. Um, and my personal Facebook is Michael Gagliano. So, I, I do pics all day, and you can just follow me on that. Gags, we greatly appreciate it, man. Thanks for reaching out last night after that. You're a true friend. You're a true friend. I appreciate it, bro. I love y'all. Y'all have a good weekend, all right? You too, man. You too, buddy. All right. Guys, we're going to go ahead and call it. We've got 7.50. We're going to try to keep the shows around 45 minutes from now on, about 50 minutes. Um, so we're going to go ahead and call it. Dude, you got anything else for the lovely people? No, I was, uh, man, it's kind of the same old, same hole uh, with the whole news thing. A little off topic, I did see they're going to want to host the uh, Pro Bowl in 2021 in Las Vegas. Kind of found that interesting. I did see that. I did see that. I'm glad they're putting it back in the States. Seriously, I'm glad they're putting it back in the States. uh, Well, I mean, the lower 48, you mean? Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hawaii is in the States. I'm talking, well, it was in Orlando a couple times. But like, make it in a big venue. It's Stop gonna, holding hosting yeah, they, in like these really poop places. Doesn't their stadium look like a giant Roomba? Like a big vacuum, you know, the little robot vacuum. Yeah, I so know. It, it looks nice. Inside? 
Oh, it looks yeah, awesome. It's, it's pretty badass. So, all right, guys, my name's Blake Rafino. Doobie Lane, as always, is back on the ones and twos, always making stuff happen, always making me look good on my side. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Blake Rafino, are you serious? Have a good night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.